0: Let me see, am I, uh, do I have juice? Juice, 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 a little bit louder, nope. testing there we go, okay, still there, no. test, 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 okay, we'll go back to this, okay. All right, let's open up in a word of prayer. Yes. Father God, thank you this morning. And uh, the songs that have been uh, sang, and we've uh, worshipped you. We've recognized birthdays, anniversaries. We've prayed for one another. And uh, Lord, now it's time to hear from you. Uh, would you... Would you uh, clear way, any and all distractions father so we can hear clearly from your word what it is that you have to say to us thank you for giving us this day may you get all honor praise worship as we uh seek to do your will in jesus name amen all right so today is a uh day that the Lord has made so let us rejoice and be glad in it amen Uh, title of my topic you see it there in the bulletin uh, biblical thinking versus worldly thinking and there is a lot of a lot of just distractions and wrong thinking out there in the world that really gets under my skin I don't know what that looks like, but it sounds good. I don't, you, know, you know what I mean, right? I mean, Have you guys ever seen stuff done? And you guys have probably been on YouTube before. You all seen stuff done in churches or just so-called Christians that they have done. And it's just like, for me, I'm the type of person that sometimes uh, things get the best of me. And it's not right. And I just want to just just holler from the rooftop and say, somebody stop this stupidness. Please. Man. And then they have followers. So I wanted to put together a message and so we can going to the new year with the proper perspective. Amen. All right. So, um I'm going to do I'm going I'm going to let you know ahead of time. We're going to get biblical today. And I'm going to read tons of scripture. And I'm not going to ask you to turn cuz I you you'd probably need a fan cuz I'll be shoo, 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 shoo. So, I got them all printed out here, so I'm going to I'm going to read through them, but it's going to they're going to flow, okay? But I just want you to know that uh, uh, this is going to be a good year. So when Isaiah says, Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, shall you not know it. I will even Make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new and all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation to wit That God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not in putting their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech ye by us. We pray you in Christ. Instead, be ye reconciled to God, for he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So the first verses were uh, Isaiah 43, verses 18 through 19. The last few were 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 through 21. God did not do all that so that we could just be us. Y'all ever heard the saying, I'm going to just do me? No, 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 no. You just do Christ. Amen? He didn't do all that so us to run around and think we've, we're the righteousness of us. That's wrong thinking. That is, he did not go through all of that so that we could say, I'm going to just do me. But the one who joins himself to the Lord is one spirit with him. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God and that you are not your own? For you have been bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. 1 Corinthians 6, 17 and 19 through 20. Can we all agree that the word of God is true and it should have the final say in our life? Can we all agree to that? Pastor always says when you, when you counsel with him, let's, let's start from things we can agree on. And then we'll work our way down. <laughs> Do you love each other first? Okay, all right, let's get that out of the way. <laughs> Think on this. So I had the experience of, uh, for about a week, I guess, three, four, five days, seems like forever, Hope, Hope and I, we had the experience of uh, buying a car for our daughter. And we, uh, for a Christmas gift slash she saved something. And... Um, we were gonna we were we were working at surprising her. we were gonna give it to her as a gift. Uh on the day that we celebrate Christ's birth. I'm gonna get back to that. Um oh my goodness, we went through so many different scenarios and people saying cars in great shape, no mechanical issues, you go there, lights on, tires flat, wheels barely hanging on, it's just like, oh my God. We were bought with a price. Now think of this. We were bought with a price. When we buy stuff, we expect it to work. We were bought with a price. You, you, you get me? <laughs> uh, when, we're, when we're getting our cars worked on, if there's a part that's wrong, that's broken, it's not fixed right, We want it fixed properly, or we want it replaced, right? Think about this. We don't want the old stuff taken off and then put right back on. We don't want to go to uh, an oil change place and say, yeah, give give me an oil change. They take the oil out, change the filter, and put the old oil back in. If the ball joint is damaged and tires making all this noise when you go over a pothole. We don't get a new ball joint and then keep running into the same pothole. But why do Christians keep doing the same thing they did before they get saved? I can't hear y'all. Walk in the light. And it is beautiful. Why do we think we can belong to God and bring the old sins into our new life? It's because of worldly thinking. It is. It's because of worldly thinking. Um, we as new believers have a new owner. He desires order. He has established correctional facilities that we come to learn, that he wants to learn, has us to learn the truth so we can live it out. This is a correctional facility. Amen? We don't come here just to be the same. We come here to get corrected so that we can live out how God wants us to live. Now, when you think of correctional facilities, you probably think of jail and prison and stuff like that. Beautiful light, walk in the light, beautiful light. This is a correctional facility that's for good, that has tons of grace and mercy. I don't know what it is that people think about when they're thinking about coming to church, going to church. But it's a place where you can get encouraged. You can have prayer. You can hear the word of truth. You can learn. It's not about leaving out being the same person. Therefore, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind in the correctional facility, so that you may prove what the will of God is That which is good and acceptable and perfect, basically what is holy. How cool is it that pastor said, what's our uh, chapter for this month? Romans chapter 12, that was verse 1 and 2. I told you we think alike. (laughs) We should do this. Why should we do this? Because John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. That's why we should do it. We got an awesome gift, an awesome gift. We're not to be transformed by this world. You ever realize when you have done something wrong, you don't want to go around the person that you did wrong. Or you don't want to go around someone that probably knows you did wrong. You, you ever notice that? Uh, it's kind of like getting into the light. You've been in the dark. You get the uh, x-ray. And you get to see all the stuff that's going wrong with you. Or you come into a correctional facility, and something's preached about. And all of a sudden, you think, how do he you know? well i'll be the first to tell you church today has been hijacked sin has moved into church services and polluted the pulpits and pews it has the nonsense that you see going on in churches today See, the, here's the issue. Most people today in church don't fear God. They don't adore God. The church has been transformed by the world. You can see the transformation. You look on social media. You, it's all over the place. You, you see it in the language that people use. The attire that's worn. The action that you witness, you know it's, it's so ignorant that they actually post the stuff. And then they turn around and say, praise the Lord. Amen, I'm going to pray for you. No, don't stay away from me. I don't need that mixture. The attire, one thing that really gets on my nerves really gets on my nerve. Uh, I'll get to that in a second. When we are transformed, we are separated from the old and changed into something different. We're totally separated. When we accept Christ, Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. We, we've, we ask for forgiveness and we get baptized and, and, and now we're a new creation. Well, we're now set apart. We're now... It's like taking a piece of paper and saying, okay, I'm set apart now. I don't need these notes. I'm set apart. I'm no longer attached to that. I should no longer act like I should no longer be able to accept the old stuff. So today, real quick, I'm going to do something. I need you all's help. We're going to do a quick quiz, okay? Uh, you you can you can be wrong and you can be right. There's no gray area. Somebody got that. All right. So I'm going to say a sentence or a phrase, and I want you all to say that's biblical or that's worldly. And if you say that's biblical, and it's worldly, I'm up here. Uh, you get to deal with who's out there. Just kidding. Okay, so I'm going to start. Modest dress. All right. Skin tight outfit with too much showing. Skin tight outfit with too much showing. World. Okay, I just want to make sure. Being polite and respectful. Being polite and respectful. Being rude and cursing. Listening to music that has explicit lyrics. Drinking alcohol. Uh, It got real low there, man. What's going on? (laughs) Drinking alcohol. Thank you. Taking illegal drugs. Obeying parents. Disobeying parents. Sex before marriage. Abstaining from sex until marriage. Tattoos. I'm stepping on some toes. I don't. Marriage between man and woman. Marriage between man and man. Women and women. Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe unto them, Isaiah 520, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. Isaiah 55, 8. That's why we come to a correctional facility. That's why we come to a correctional facility. I can read the word on my own. I can get, God can speak to me, absolutely. But why did he, why did he send pastors, bishops? Why did he send those to explain Scripture? Why did he create the whole church process? Why? It has to be useful. Unfortunately, what I said earlier, the church has been transformed by the world. Therefore, you have a lot of folks now going, they're no different than me. I see them doing the same thing I do. What's the sense in going? I might as well sleep until 12 and I can catch the game. I don't have to worry about getting home, missing a half. I can still drink, smoke, cuss, because I see them doing it. Oh, my goodness. You go over Believer's house. I, I use that real loosely. And they got more alcohol in their house than a liquor store. It ticks me Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I pray for you. Did he die for our sins for that? They profess they know God, but but in works they deny him being abominable and disobedient. And unto every good work reprobate, no good, Titus 1.16. This is not my word, this is God's word. Are we going to obey God's word? Or we're going to disobey God's word? And if we continue to disobey God's word, I wonder if you're saved. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness? Wherefore come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean things, and I will receive you, and I will be a father unto you. And ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Second Corinthians 6, 14 and 17 through 18. It's not rolling. This is God. Ye shall not make any cutting in your flesh for the dead, nor print any marks upon you. I am the Lord. I hear a lot of, a lot of Christians say, nothing wrong with tattoos. I get tattooed Jesus on me if Jesus wanted his name tattooed on you, he would have made you that way and now listen if you got tattoos before you got saved if you got tattoos where you were in your cardinal stage but here this is God print nor print any marks on you stop it stop it Do not drink wine nor strong drink. Put difference between holy and unholy and between unclean and clean. It's not me. This is God's word. Children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being my priests. Since you have forgotten the law of your God, I also will forget your children. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. You don't want to obey God? There's consequences. He has boundaries set up for us. We didn't do all that so that we could just do whatever. And this is not a, you know, you, <sighs> any of y'all ever been to an amusement park and you seen a, a thing called whack-a-mole? It's, uh, it's kind of, it's like these, these uh, um, moles pop up through a hole and you got a big paddle and when they pop up, you hit them. You know, they pounce up all over the place, and so you poop, 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 and it adds up points. The more you hit them, the more you, so you usually play against somebody, whoever gets the most whack a Anyway, so most people have an idea of, um, you know, you go to one of them churches, or you hear somebody preaching and telling you how bad you're doing or whatever. Remember, this is a correctional facility. They think you're in a whack-a-mole facility. I don't want to go there and get beat up. No, you're getting corrected. We go to the doc. Oliver, we just pray for Oliver Jeffrey. Oliver Jeffrey's got his jaw broken, reset, so that it could what be better. So you hear God's word, you get broken, so that you could get reset to be better. You adulteresses. So God said, when you, don't, when you take on another leader outside of him, you're an adulteress. Do you not know that friendship with the world is hostility towards me? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy to God. James 4.4. I think a lot of people think, oh, that's all that Old Testament stuff. No, that's James. That's James. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth and put away the gods, little G, which your fathers served on the other side of the flood in Egypt and serve ye the Lord. Joshua, chapter 24, verse 14. So God has boundaries, believe it or not. Can we go into this year transformed? Can we renew our minds with Christ Jesus? Can we stop allowing the world to influence us? Can we stop being influenced by the world's superstars? They're not God. Can we stop allowing the old associations to halt our progress? Our transformation progress that we're we're taking on right now by being accepted into God's kingdom. There's a process that we go through. We halt that process when we're influenced by the world when we take on all the garbage that the world has, we halt our progress. In other words, do we, do we really fear God? And not the scary fear, just my God. Do we really fear God? So the church, has, uh, and I'm not talking, I'm not talking, some of y'all might say, man, he came up here and just talked about the church. I wasn't specifically talking about this church. God's word is truth. And um, we all need to obey it, Period. We've had, um, you know, a lot of different things that we we've could have we've done in, uh, in our congregation and things like that, and I, I thank God that uh, the wisdom of pastor was like, nope. I remember when the it um, was a few years ago when they legalized same-sex marriages. Pastor came to the board meeting and said, oh, we need to put this in the bylaws, it will not be in Chicago Chicagoland Bible Fellowship. I don't care what the law says. You don't, hear other, you don't hear too many, okay, look on TV and see how many pastors you hear on TV talk about it's a sin for a man to marry a man. Check it out. You hardly ever hear, if they say it, You don't hear it. Why? I'm not going to go there. But I want to go there. Pastor has a saying. He says follow the money. I'm going to leave it at that. So. We can walk in the light. The beautiful light. And we can bless and honor our father in heaven. We're not doing that to see what we can get. We're doing it because of what he did already. Amen? Let's pray. Father, thank you this morning for your word. Thank you, Lord. thank you for allowing us to get right. Because left alone, we would be wrong all day long. Thank you for giving us opportunities to correct what we've done wrong. Thank you for your grace and your mercies. Oh, Father, I just pray for Chicagoland Bible Fellowship. I pray that uh, we can start off 2019 strictly for you, honoring you. And whatever happens, happens. We leave it up to you. All the cares, all the wants, all the needs, all the desires, all that stuff. You know it. You also know what's wrong. We pray that you would correct us if our thoughts go astray. So Lord, uh, thank you for your time and your word this morning. We love you. And if there's anyone, Lord, that does not know you as Lord and Savior, I pray that they would ask for forgiveness for what they've done, that they would truly, in their heart, seek out who you are, to know who you are, so that they can come to know you get baptized, and start walking in truth. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.